Hey guys, I uh, I know you weren't happy with the intros last week. I wouldn't say that. No, we would never criticize you. Well, I know there was a few mistakes in the information I wrote about you, so I've updated this week's intro and we should be good to go. You know, I as always, I'm really looking forward to reading your work, Nate. Yeah, it's it's always an honor to see a master practice his craft. That's really nice, guys. Thank you. Let's uh, start the show. You're listening to the North American Friends Movie Club. A show where we talk about films. Movies. And the cinema. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Kate? Sure thing. I'm Kate. I like every kind of boat there is. Sailboat, yacht boat, canoe boat. And especially those boats with the fans on the back of them. I'm the undisputed UFC middleweight champion, and I'm also an empath. My left fist is named Tintin, and my right fist is named Snowy. Because if you get in my way, I'm going to punch you. I was... (laughs) 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 I was born in a small Missouri town called Swamp City, and now I'm the mayor of that town. Brent, why don't you introduce yourself? Beautiful information as always, Catherine. My name is Brent, and I'm here to say that I like to introduce podcasts in a friendly way. I know this might not make sense after my previous sentence, but I hate rhymes. I've been called a lot of things in my life, but I think my favorite nicknames are Mr. Frown and the Tisker. When I was very young, I touched a meteor, and it gave me special powers. I have more to say on that subject, but a yellow balloon just floated past the window, and now it's all I can think about. Is this what poets mean when they describe true love? Is this how Sting felt when he met Roxanne? I'm looking forward to starting the show, but if I'm distracted, you know why. And I'm Nate. Let's start the show. excited about this movie and i'm excited to talk about it because i'd never seen it before so. oh that's fun that's i i wish i could watch this for the first time and experience it for the first time and you know what that's that's a pretty good way to start our show today is my pick in our month of march which the theme is March is for friendship i picked a movie about two friends almost identical to me and brent we met the same way. We both play in a band. Almost everything is exactly the same. Matching tattoos that Match. create. One says F-R-I-E and the other one has N-D-S. No, I have I have North American friends on my ass and friend has <laughs> movie club. <laughs> so glad I'm an integral part of this. <laughs> and you're the one who noticed. That's true. I'm the, I'm the guy. Yeah, I'm yeah. the guy. Yeah. You're Lee. Yeah, you're I'm Lee. Lee. <laughs> All right. uh, but in our the name of our podcast, the North American Friends comes before the movie club. We have to do a friend check in. We're going to combine it with our other most popular segment, What Hurts. <laughs> Let's start with you, Kate. How you doing? And what hurts? So I woke up depressed today. And I think it was because of MSG, but I'm hearing that that might be racist, but I did not know that when I blame the MSG. So I just want to say that I'm feeling better because as a therapist, I take my mental health seriously. So I listen to my own advice and I've actually, the end of the day has been much better than the beginning. And I also want to give a shout out to my daughter, Juliet, who turned eight years old, uh, yesterday and she is amazing and i love her so much and i hope one day she listens to something that i do creatively and is not too embarrassed and i love you so much sissy what did you get her for her birthday so i redid her room to make it like a big girl room so she got a real desk and a real bookcase and she wanted to change it to be white and gold themed beach so she has this big wall covering that is a sunset with the ocean running up onto a beach. It's like a big photograph. And she got some new curtains that are white and gold and she's really into it. And then I also got her. So Juliet and I watch Bob's burgers every night before bed. That is a tradition we have. Um, 
and I got her the Trivial Pursuit of Bob's Burgers, which is for 12 and above, but I think <laughs> with parental um, oversight, it's appropriate. So she's ready. That's what she got. She is. And she knows more. I guarantee you she's going to beat me at it, but that's fine. And I hope she feels good about that. Leighton Cole sounds very, like, that blows me away when it comes to, like, interior design. I would never think of that. That sounds very good. It's mostly white, you know what I mean? And then, like, gold accents. Yeah, it looks sophisticated. I was surprised she was into it, too. I find just changing the scent of a candle really makes the room. (laughs) And, And finally, does anything hurt? Yeah, my my existential mood hurt this mm, morning, but mm, I'm better now. Thank mm. you. Psychic. And my my scalp is better, guys. Ooh. My scalp is slightly better, slightly better. Wouldn't that suck if MSG cleared up your scalp and made you depressed? <laughs> yeah, tough one. You got to pick, dude. Ooh, don't even. That's hard. That's Sophie's choice. Like the crab rangoons are like getting rid of the head's looking good, but inside the head, it's shit. <laughs> What about you, Brent? How's how are you doing? And what hurts? Um, I'm I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I'm battling a cold, a week and a half cold, it, and it's a cough and colas. So it's it, the cough only. It's activated at night when I try to sleep. Oh no! And I think it's because of the bedroom fan. But oh. I've I've been I brought it up and I I was told I need the fan. So mm. is it dusted? Do you need to dust the fan? I clean the fan. Okay. But I don't know what it is. We just got a new puppy, so maybe it's the puppy. But it only happens at night, and I cough, and I don't like it. it that's what's hurting me. Is I'm not. Are your tonsils this. enlarged? I don't have tonsils. I got them taken out. Oh, you, you know he did it just out. for fun. There wasn't even like on an emergency. He's just like get he him out. He wanted to be lighter. He wanted to be lighter on his feet. <laughs> yeah. He's training for American Ninja Warrior. He didn't want any drag. His neck was feeling too heavy. <laughs> I'm sorry, Brent. That no, sucks. actually, I got them taken in while I was seven because it caused me a lot of problems. <laughs> I had, I think I had whoop, like I think that thing they told me I had whooping cough. My my dad used to tell me I had whooping cough. Damn. And he used to, I used to cough at night, and he used to put my head out the window. That's like a childhood memory that's burned into my brain that's lasting. Is just like having my head stuck out the window at three o'clock in the morning and like awkwardly looking up at my dad and looking back at me. I don't know. What was the purpose of that? Get some air, I guess. No, I he know. just didn't like your neighbors. He's like, I gotta hear it. Fuck the Smiths. Yeah. Two streets out. Shut that fucking kid up. <laughs> no, I, I so I don't know if I if I, the whooping cough had something. Whooping cough sounds. Like pre-war bullshit kind of thing, um, but I don't. Kids still get it though. I also still a thing. I also had uh, speaking of kids get. I had hand, foot, and mouth disease twice. Yikes. That's a kid. Thing. I had that seven years ago. Yeah, see, that sucks. That's hardcore. I don't wish that on anybody. That was the worst fever I ever had in my life. I, I sweated through an entire pillow, like Gross. case pillow case. <gasps> Speaking of pillow, guys, so my favorite Christmas gift this year was a pillow that my mom got me, and it ha- is made out of, like, that weird, you know, foamy stuff, and anytime it gets wet, it smells horrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like hockey gear. I know exactly and what you're I talking about. Oh, my God, and it, but I can't stop sleeping on it. It's, why do I have all these Sophie choices? Anyway. My buddy, speaking of dirty hockey gear, um, my buddy, we used to play floor hockey, and we were the goalies, and we used to, like, sweat into the gear mm-hmm. and put it in a bag and mm-hmm. come back the next week and put the same gear on. Yeah, what else? So That's gross. Yeah, when it was can... still wet. Yeah. And then he developed a rash on his leg, and it never went away. That was, like, 15 years ago. He still has it. <laughs> it's still there? They call him the rash. They call they call <sighs> that the blue line creep. You never get rid of that. <laughs> and we, we were, we're positive it's from the, the gear. Have you guys, what's that HBO show that's on now about the mold? He's going to turn into a zombie. The, la- the Last of Us? Yeah. He's the Last of yeah, Us. he had the spores. He's making spores in his hockey bag. Oh, there's definitely spores in it. There's truly few things on this earth that smell as bad as hockey equipment. 
Yeah, no, you're right. I, was, I mean, it's it's a, a thing that all Canadian kids grow up with. Oh, if I smell it, it it's that's one of my most powerful sense memories. I'm trans, I'm transported. And like when well, your if it body smells like away, my pillow, I don't want to know what it smells like. It's probably worse. It's honestly, it's probably way worse. Oh, I bet you're right. I guarantee you it is. I think cold makes it do something too. Yeah, I knew a lot of guys that would leave their, they'd sweat, hot sweat into the gear, throw the gear in the trunk leave it in the frozen trunk for seven days, preserving the sweat, then put the gear back on and put more sweat into it. Just making like a sourdough bread starter. <laughs> starter <sweat>. yeah. <laughs> That's what started the rash. We're disgusting. Speaking of sourdough, Nate, what is, what's, what's hurting on you? You know what? I knew we were going to talk about this. So I started thinking about it and, I, I'm feeling good, guys. I got no, it. You it's all it. going. It's all going right now. No, no, you jinxed it. We had a you're sore good. foot a few days ago, but the foot's feeling good. You got a high ankle sprain with your name on it. Oh, and you know what? <laughs> I'm real susceptible to those, Brent. I'd be spraining this ankle all the time. My sister broke you her foot. You got weak ankles. She broke her your ankle. Your sister broke the other day. Yeah. Jeez, what's going on there? How how did an adult hurt her ankle? Break her ankle? She's. What do you mean? She slipped and fell Ooh. on the ice. Here's what I want to I want to try something new this week. Uh, I want to see if we between the three of us can remember this movie enough to do a synopsis together. I can. So, I watched it twice for my first time. Wow. Why don't you tell us I, w- I would like you to tell us the story of this movie and we will fill in details if you forget anything. Well, I can't play a guitar, but should I get my ukulele? Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> A long, 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 long time ago, so Yeah, Every note nailed every note. <laughs> so, there was a boy who was born in uh, some town in Missouri, and that That's is true. Jack Black, who they he calls Jobles. What Jables. is his name? Jables. Yeah. And he loves rock and roll. And his father is a famous singer, but I don't think we're supposed to know that. And Well, well, uh, real ones know it. Real ones know it's Meatloaf. Meatloaf, thank you. I couldn't think of his name. Um, and so I he, forget that he, name. <laughs> he, he hallucinates while he talks to Dio, who was a member of the band Black Sabbath. That's right. Sabbath. You're, you're killing and this. So, and he... Uh, Ronnie Dio tells him to go to Los Angeles. And so Jables goes to Los Angeles and his first day there, he's like overwhelmed. And he comes across uh, this, this man who is playing the guitar so beautifully with this long, beautiful hair. And his name is K- uh, KG. Kyle Glass. You got Kyle it. Gass. KG. And so, uh, Jables is like really into it, and but Kyle Gass doesn't want to have anything to do with him. And fast forward a little bit, Kyle Gass is kind of gassing him, if you will. He's a poser, he's a poser. <laughs> he's posing on him and tries to and has convinced Jables that he is this wonderful musician that's already successful. Meanwhile, he's not successful at all. But they bond through that lie. And come back together to be able to pay rent for Kyle Gass to stay in his apartment because his parents have been trying, have been paying, have been make what do you paying, how would paying you say his that? rent? Paying his rent. You said it three different times, different ways. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> so he, so they go to this uh, open mic night and they they play and it go and it's awesome. And I forget what happens between oh. They find out, so they want to, like, be the best rock band. And they, like, look at all these magazines, and they see that there is the same pick in all of these photos on these rock and roll magazines. And they, they go to the Guitar Center where they meet Ben Stiller, who is um, a, what he does such a great job in this role, I think. Incredible. Who is, like, very weird about it. It's like, don't talk about it. Long story short, fast forward, they go to steal the pick of well, destiny. Well, tell us what what did Ben Stiller tell them the pick was? Okay, so the pick is 
the missing tooth from the devil. That's right. And so the devil cannot come and be on earth because we they a part of him is here. And so if the devil ever got a part of his pick, he would be able to be manifest again. And so uh, long story short, uh, Jables uses his boner to get the pick of destiny. And then uh, the guy who's the... Uh, the host of the open well, mic. The host, thank you. The host of the open mic is actually the devil, and uh, they jam out and they end up. So Jables saves Kyle Gas, and it deflects off his guitar, and it hits his horn, and the horn falls off, and uh, now the devil is back in the ground, and Jables and KJ are off into the world making great. That's music right. That's a, that was. Very, it was very good. We've just found our best new segment. This is this is going to be a hit. This is going to be a fucking hit. Kate tries to describe. This is, I, I couldn't. You couldn't have done a better job. That is a not true, and that really means a lot to me because I do not think of myself as someone who can describe things well. So thank I think you, you knocked it out of the park. I'm going to play you my favorite sound effect: Shohei Otani hitting a home run, just because you knocked it out of the park, Kate. This is annihilated. Wow. Whoa! Oh, no! Thank you. You really did great. I really liked this movie a lot. I really enjoyed it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm so <laughs> excited to hear what Brent heard about this movie. But before <laughs> before we get to that part, let's talk about uh, the the our favorite funny parts from this movie. Can I just can I yeah. can I speak about yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's you know what? It's time for Brent's it's time for Brent's review. It's a new segment called Brent's Review. Brent, what'd you think of this movie? Make the sound <laughs> Yes I will. As part of Brent's review. <laughs> yes, I, yes I will. You guys are you guys are projecting and you guys are predetermined that I feel like I don't like the movie. Is that what you guys are thinking? Possibly. Yes. I would never in a million years watch this movie unprompted by myself because you guys know me and what am I, what am I famous for? You don't like a Jack Black. You don't like a Ben Stiller. And I don't like musicals. You don't like music and movies. No, I, that's not true. You don't like absurdity. You don't like comedy. No. <laughs> no, it's not true. I don't like a Jack Black. I don't like a Ben Stiller. That's correct. And like last week's episode, I don't really like an Andy Samberg. <laughs> So, I would never watch this. So, the movies, I'm thinking, I'm sitting there with the movie starting, and I'm thinking, why would Nate pick this movie? He kind of changed it up. Like, he threw a curveball at us with this movie. This is so odd. I'm like, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll try it. It's such an odd pick. And then, not even 45 seconds into the movie, it's quiet, and I hear Jack Black go, a longest fucking time ago in a town called Kickapoo. I was like, oh. There it is. There it is. There it is. This is a fucking rock opera. This is exactly why Nate likes this movie. It's so fucking good. Also, the first 10 seconds where they have the fake, it's like the THC thing. I was like, hell yeah, Nate. I was like, this is a pop movie. <laughs> I almost I almost stopped it that that part and said, I'm not watching this, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll still participate in the episode. But I'm like, how hacky is that? It's so good. It's so funny. It's supposed to be stupid. It is stupid. Well, it nailed that. And then I saw Meatloaf, and you know what? I enjoyed the hell out of this movie. Yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. The only reason I did is because the soundtrack is fucking amazing. So good. And it's so good. The fact that the devil, the the pick was the devil's tooth. It kept me. I was so. I hated every bit of dialogue in the movie except for when they were singing. Wow! Oh, they could they could have made this movie again with no talking and just the singing, and I'm fine silent with it. Feature. Yeah. Silent I'm sh- feature. I'm shocked because they got 
it's a it's an epic story of just two men going again. It's it's epic. It's really I'm not, I'm going to say epic again. <laughs> and the the devil and fighting against evil and using it was epic. I I enjoyed it. I'm so glad to hear that. I'm so surprised, honestly. I know. Me too. No one's more surprised than me. Trust me. <laughs> I watched it twice. Did you? I did too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, mind you, I have a lot of complaints about it. Yeah, well, yeah, I can imagine. Even you know what? Even I have some criticisms, and I was probably the number one target demographic for this movie when it came out. Oh, oh, this is you. Yeah. How old were you? Two thousand six. What? How old? So were you? I was exactly twenty. Oh wow. So. The reason I love Tenacious D is because when my first job, when I was 18 until I was like 21, I worked in a kitchen and everybody who worked in the kitchen liked different kinds of music, but every single person could agree to listen to Tenacious D. So every single night for like three years, we would listen to the Tenacious D album at least once. Oh, wow. It just, I'm programmed. I'm programmed with the Tenacious D lore. And their style. And when this movie came out, I was so fucking happy and then so disappointed that it didn't do well. But it, it makes sense why it didn't do well. But for sure, it's so underrated, so unbelievably underrated. Well, it very much holds up because I'd never seen it. And it's 2023 now. And there, I could go on about it. Nate, do you want to move to the next segment so we can continue to talk about it in a directional way <laughs> yes we can we're each gonna talk about our favorite funny parts uh why don't you start with a moment that you thought was particularly funny are you speaking to me the woman yes, of the show Catherine. yes i really enjoyed all of the the musicianship it was very impressive um but my favorite funny part was uh when they're doing the fake gig and kyle he's like having to he's auditioning before the audition for the kyle gas project gig simulator gig simulator that's it <laughs> and my favorite part is when he like goes to do the the slide and he like breaks his guitar and he cries and kyle gas is like turn, turn it off <laughs> turn the lights up as if he's not in charge He's had enough. It's like it's the equivalent of throwing the towel in, yeah. Oh, because it's so vulnerable, and but like it's so absurd. And then the poor the uh, pizza guy is just—I think they just forget about him. Like he's there the whole time. He's just sitting know. there. <laughs> it was good. One of the moments I wrote down is from the same scene, and it's how KG is using a tape deck to play. Like the crowd, but it's just recordings of him. Like he, <laughs> he could have been yelling it, but instead he pushes play on the no, I never deck. Even thought of that. Yeah, he could have been yelling it. Yeah, I there was not many laugh out loud parts for me because I didn't like the dot. I really love the story told through the music, and that sounds so weird to say out loud. Um, but the little things like when he at the restaurant and Amy Poehler wanted him to order, and he ordered um, fried chicken. <laughs> Steak, uh, chicken fried steak. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I wrote a part down that I thought I'm like, oh, Kate's gonna love this part is when they were doing the open mic and they got the club manager to um, introduce them and they wrote down stuff and he said, uh, the next band asked me to read this. Since the beginning of time, twas written in the stones that one day a band would come. Well, that band has come, and now they're here to come again in your ear pussies. Ladies and gentlemen, Tenacious D. I was like, Kate's <laughs> going to love that. You were right. I wrote down ear pussies and put in brackets, Kate. <laughs> but it, it was more, it wasn't more, it was more like, I like the story parts of it. I feel like I want to get into like the epic scene, but I think we should wait. Okay. Okay. What about you? Do you have any more moments, Kate? I have a few if you don't. I did like how they blew. I liked So they're, he's dreaming about the pick. So it's the one where they're in the club 
and they're like, and they keep transitioning and they get more rock and roll and more rock and roll. I don't, there's just something about how seriously they take, like, to me, that is like the pinnacle of comedy where it's like, you're making fun of something, but you're not at all. And it's a hundred percent real and you're backing it up, but you're making light of it. I just thought it was like, I know it seems stupid, but it's like, kind of a sophisticated maybe it's not a, i don't know no i it agree feels, <laughs> yeah i agree it feels sophisticated because their talent is there you know what i mean like and there's something so pure and like passionate and innocent about the love and then it made me really respect rock and roll more like i really got on board in a way that i don't think i normally am they recognize the absurdities of it but make it cool and how they're necessary. Like if you're in a rock band, you have to dress that way. And it's cool if you have a guitar and there's four arms playing it. <laughs> oh my God, where he plays the, the lady with the legs. And I died. I was watching it with Nick and he was not into it. And I was a hundred percent. He was like, this is dumb. And I was like, that is hilarious. No, no, Nick's right, but I get it. <laughs> you're both right it is dumb and it is hilarious both are true okay oh i i wanted to jump in on this scene before you go nate um the sasquatch that's yeah, for sure yeah that's john c Riley, isn't it yes is it? yeah that's yes. john c Riley. I mean, the <laughs> way he spoke just got me yes yeah, uh, lisp. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so stupid uh i wrote down the clockwork orange part where the guy is, is speaks just in the american accent and then, he's, and then he switches to the british accent i thought that was i didn't notice that well what do we have here my little snobbles <laughs> i spy a stinking filthy face sniveling boo like a wee baby! <laughs> he does look like a fucking baby. <laughs> wee baby. And then two more little moments where the scene where young KG is imagining going to school where he gets his hat knocked off and he's bald. Mm -hmm. But just the way he's carrying his lunch bag, he's got like his two yes. fingers just out in front of him, <laughs> like fucking Bugs Buddy or some shit. Like that was funny. Reminds me of the kid from Bad Santa. That kid who plays Jack Black. Like <laughs> he did one of the greatest impressions I've ever seen. I thought it was like what they did with the Irishman, made the people look younger. That's what I thought they do with that. That's how bad yeah, that, that was, nailed it. That was early Irishman technology where they de-age Jack Black to be a little 13-year-old. Yeah. And then the only other moment I wrote down was when they're at their first open mic gig and he's playing and then a lady looks like impressed with KG and he winks at her and yeah. she just looks so disgusted. Like that's that's fucking funny. I, I imagine you like the part where the guy where Jack Black blew the guy's mind and the mind blew out of his head. Just blew it right sure. out of his head? Yeah. yeah. And then that it's part of the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kate, you reminded me, because it, it's in the song, and that I wrote down songs about what is happening in the movie, <laughs> like the sneaking song, the car chase song, the laser song, the like little interstitials where they have to pay the rent. Like, that's just, that's exactly my kind of humor. I love it. I love it. I wish they would have made another one. Like, I'd be totally into it. And they're, like, old. I bet they will. Like, now that they're old. I bet they could but... do it now because it's a cult classic and people actually would go see it. The animation scene of where they talked about how the, the picket dusting was created. Yeah. That, that was good. It was really cool. I was a little disappointed, though, about the final uh, double scene. <gasps> like... I feel like they could have rocked harder a little bit. <gasps> I feel like they rocked harder in the earlier scenes. I don't disagree that it's not the most of the rock song. Yeah. It's oh. that's my only criticism. 
I that was the thing I was going to save to talk about later. That was that's that's what made the movie epic. That's what brought it together for you. You know what? That was Dave Grohl. Oh, I know it was Dave Grohl. <laughs> <laughs> that song, um, Beelzebub. I I put it onto my playlist today. I'm gonna work out to that song. When he kicks in and says, I'm the devil, that's amazing. That's a very, like, Dave Grohl part, too. Like, that would be in a Foo Fighters song, for real. I saw the Foo Fighters live this summer, wow. BT Dubs, wow. before Tyler died. It was, like, two weeks before he died. Damn. I know. Just a side note, guys. Just a side note. Kate likes to rock. This strengthens my take that Dave Grohl is the best musician in our, of our generation. Wow. You think that, or you're claiming that, or someone said I'm that? I'm saying that. Brent is thrown online. So if you agree with Brent, you hashtag Grohl's Trolls. And if you disagree with Brent. <laughs> 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 uh, next part of our podcast is, well, we can do, there's two. We can either do our Olympic ceremony for the actors or we can do our rating you know what let's do our olympic let's do our olympic segment now play the theme song for the olympic segment kate who wins your bronze medal for the pick of destiny okay bronze medal for sure goes to kyle gas kg kg he is the constant not really straight straight man he, like such a great uh uh acting against jack black you know what i mean like didn't like a stable acting force while you have this kind of wild tasmanian devil next to you yeah it was really good yeah he's like he plays he it, he's like sweet and jack black yes. is kind of like aggressive and the sweetness of kyle is very funny to me i liked him Brent, who gets your bronze medal? Um, it's kind of a caveat. Um, it's Ben Stiller. <laughs> Faith, Faith, but not him. The whoever designed his wig. <laughs> that's my bronze medal winner. It's quite that he is the rock center guy. Like I've met he that is dude. the guitar guy. He's the guy that was at every single music store I've ever been into. Every single one. <laughs> Long hair, just thin enough. Yeah. To say this guy's hanging on to something, yeah, but like I just enough gray, yeah. just enough gray. If I grew my hair out, that's what it would look like. The leather bracelet, dude. They're all the same height too, which I and they're all like five seven, which I also noticed. Huge, you mean perfect height? Giant, giant people, perfect height. I'm just saying, you just don't. I just noticed it when they were walking down the hallway. They're all the. You know, because normally Ben still I don't know. Ben Stiller normally looks little. It's a good height to be. You could be a fighter pilot. You could be an <laughs> F1 driver. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You could be a, a beautiful, handsome man. A jockey. Ooh, a jockey. <laughs> Seabiscuit. <laughs> three, there are three respected professions. You could be a hole crawler. <laughs> you can't be those things if you're over six feet. Yeah, so so get fucked, boys. So when the aliens come and they need fighter pilots, it's the, it's the short kings that get called. Not you tall, hot guys. Yeah, you guys stay home with our wives while we <laughs> while we fly into space. While the short hot guys save us. No one's gonna miss us. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we my, at? My hey, my bronze, bronze medal. <laughs> my bronze medal goes to the host of the open mic, Paul F. Tompkins. Yeah, he did a great he's, job. He's the papa of all podcasts. He's our, he's, I love him. I love the man. It, it, I'm biased. The performance is great, but I just love him. And I think he should be in so many movies. He's a fucking legend. Oh, you know who else? Who was the guy who was with the, he's a comedian. He's an absurdist comedian that was on oh, there prior. And is, I had part of the quiz. So maybe we'll discuss that uh, later. Okay. I won't say anything. Uh, what is your silver medal, Kate? Uh, my silver medal goes to uh, Jack Black. Great job. The movie wouldn't be a movie without the main lead character. He's he he lays it on the line. 
and I think we were talking about something earlier about um, it being or feeling actually epic, even though it's so stupid. And it is because Jack Black commits 100%. He's not pretending. 100. No, that is what's so admirable is complete lack of embarrassment or shame. Like, you'll, I love to see it. Brent, who gets your silver medal? John C. Riley as a Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's so like it's it, so stupid. I, I hated the scene, the acid scene. I'm like, this is so stupid. And then I saw the Sasquatch. You sent a picture of it to us though. It was on the group because I was I was upset. <laughs> that, oh, that that's what that was. That's what that was. That wasn't that's what that, that was. wasn't like wow. This is like look at the art direction. No, You're this like, was me like what the fuck, mate. <laughs> Like, are we doing this? this? Is what we're really doing? And then the Sasquatch came in, and then he slowly started talking, and he had to lisp, and he, he tried to smile, and his lips got caught up on his teeth, and I was like, this this makes it. I had, a, like, a real out loud laugh when he's, he's like, let's hop in the Strawberry River, and they're going, and then it just cuts to, like, the most raging rapids in Jack Black. Like, that was very funny to The me. way he says Strawberry River, it got <laughs> It's so like let's go strawberry. Let's go hop in the strawberry river. Uh, my silver medal goes to Tim Robbins, uh, who plays the insane guy at the diner, who tells him how to get in the air vent. Underrated scene, by the way, the two air vents. It's very fucking funny. Yeah, and I th- the it's funny because I I always like it when serious actors are doing stupid shit that just makes me laugh yes. we like that about stepbrothers we all nominated the parents as our actors because they're serious actors being extremely stupid but it's interesting because what we liked about jack black is he's not like winking at it at all but tim robbins is hamming it up so fucking much absolutely um the gold medal Catherine. i don't know his name but the gold medal goes to Twu, the child that plays Jack Black. I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were going to say it. And he deserves he, it. He deserves it. That child has more charisma in 10 seconds than most people have their entire lives. And he gives it. He There's no hesitation. He has full Jack Black commitment. Yes. It's a le- it's a legendary performance. Love you, buddy. Now that you're probably legal, you're probably in your twenties. Yeah, I I saw when I was looking at the cast. He looks like a normal adult. He looks. Has like he been in anything man. besides that? Let's see, let's see if our friend's been in anything. A long, 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 long time ago, in a town called Kickapoo. <laughs> Troy Gentile. Troy Gentile. Oh, he's he's, he's a cute Ooh. young man. You know. Has he canceled for anything? I see him. Oh, he's in the Goldberg. Sure, Barry Goldberg. Oh. He kind of looks like Brent. Brent looks more like Dave Grohl, just looking at this cast list. Oh, <laughs> I will send you a picture of of Dave Grohl in a boat. I sent it to my parents. <laughs> you got a picture of Dave yeah, Grohl? Yeah, I sent it to my parents, and they thought it was me. That's how much he looks like me. <laughs> I look like Dave Grohl. That's what I look like. I'm going to send it in the, in the group text. I'm going to send it right now, and you guys are going to get live reaction. Tell me this doesn't look like me. Dave Grohl's daughter played uh, when they did their concert that I saw this summer, and she was fucking killer. She did a great job on the guitar. I think that's I, I think that's fun when music people have kid music people. I can see it, Brent. You that that I could see it, but I've not seen you without your top on. So maybe the oh neck yeah, that up does look that do, no, that does like look you. like Brent. I I'm gonna be honest, yeah. And that is why he's getting my gold medal. Oh, Dave Grohl, oh. nice transition, Brent. I know. See, I've been doing this podcast game for a bit. I know how to transition stuff. You're good. I um I watched that scene. I was like, who the fuck is this devil? They are killing it. And I looked up. I was like, of course it's Dave Grohl. Of course it is. What a fun guy. He played drums on the first Tenacious D album because he's a legend. He played drums oh in the Stone Age. What a dude. He plays drums for Nirvana. Oh, yeah. 
Nate Dog, who's gold for you? I, it was really hard for me to pick, but since nobody else picked him, I have to give it to Jack Black. He is a treasure. He's one of our best. His voice is angelic. His movement, balletic. Mm-hmm. Just, ah, precious. Okay, he, it's basically, it's the same character he plays in School of Rock. Yeah. It's the same universe. Yeah. Um, are you ready for the quiz of destiny? <laughs> okay. Let's let's do it this way. I'll ask you the question. If you guys have a guess without the multiple choice, you can guess. If you if neither of you know, we'll give you the multiple choice. Can I change my sound? I want it to be Andy Bernard now. Okay. I'm going to actually I'm going to I'm going to backdate that decision. You're going to get it. You're going to get it all the way back in episode one. That's how the miracle of editing. Mm. Okay. What Johann Sebastian Bach song is Kyle playing when he and JB first meet? I know this. I know it's not the answer it's uh, it's stupid what popped into my brain i don't know why it popped into my brain but i have to say it fellatio popped into my brain okay that's not a song by Bob. No. i'm gonna tell you right now brent i don't have to google it <laughs> no I, I, I know that's not the answer i hate i hate my brain sometimes i don't know you gotta answer kate i think i know what it is but I don't know how to pronounce. Let's see. Oh, do you want me to tell you, or do you want to give us the options and have no, Brent? I and then I... I think here's here's how we should make this quiz. We're we're the rules we're making up as we go along. If you can guess it without the multiple choice, you just get the point. The other person doesn't even get yep. the multiple choice. Yep. Is it Furelise LC? It's not Furelise. I don't even know if Thank that's you. how. I don't yeah. even know if that's how yeah. it's pronounced. I'm I'm okay. saying it like I know. I know it's not Elsie. <laughs> Yeah, it's Elise, definitely. Für Elisa. Pretty straightforward, once you know. Für Elisa. And now you know. Here's your here's your choices. A. Air on the G string. B. Toccata and Fugue in D minor. C. Bore in E minor. Or D. Jesu. Joy of Man's Desiring. Kate, I know. you go first. I want Brent to guess, though. You're going to go back and forth. You can't do that. You don't. That doesn't happen on prices, right? Because I'm going to answer correctly, and I don't. Okay, like I'll go first then. It's C. Okay, I'm going to go C. Okay. Kate. The E minor one is that C? You are correct. You're Did you just correct. hustle me to give the right answer? <laughs> <laughs> Just call me Tom Cruise. That's a three Kate Monty right there. I'm a cocktail queen <laughs> with the pool stick. Um, okay, question two. Question two. What is the name of KG's song that's a big hit in Canada? Kate, oh, shit. you get to guess first if you'd like. Oh, shit. It's, uh, oh, uh. I know it. Oh, I know fuck. it. God damn it. It's like, darling, uh, love you Darling, sweetheart. I don't know. Go I love ahead. you, pumpkin. He's heating up. Brent gets a hit on the board. Yeah, right. Oh, that's a good question. That's a very good question. Um, what is Salvatore Papadello's job? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I need the... Is that Tim Robbins' character? No, that's what Ben Stiller keeps talking about Salvatore Papadello. So I thought that was Tim Tim you I know thought what? that was You might be right. I I might have missed this connection after all these years. Cuz he's referring to him. That's what I was talking about earlier. Like I was was assuming it was going to be some like really important person and it turned out to be this grungy vagrant. Mm, 
He's his he's titled as the stranger in the credits, so I don't know. Okay, but, well then I'm wrong. You know, I like your head cannon. I I, I like this. Are story. we doing a deep dive on fucking Nation D right now? <laughs> yeah, we're 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 breaking news. Is he a right is now. he a blacksmith? <laughs> no, no. He here are your choices. He is a the night librarian at the Vatican, the night librarian at the Smithsonian. The night librarian at the Rock and Roll History Museum, or the night librarian at the Louvre. Night librarian at the Vatican for sure. Um, he's the night librarian at uh, the Louvre. Kate knocks it onto the board. <laughs> I didn't make it. I didn't rub it in when I got wine, right? I'm not rubbing it in. I'm celebrating myself, okay. Brent. Why don't you try to be a feminist for a minute? <laughs> oh, hey, I'm an ally. <laughs> I um, I even looked up the the super fox's name in the in the show. In, in the, the member, check out that super fox. You <laughs> yeah, that's feminism, Kate. It's called being <laughs> an ally. And who is she? What's her name? That's what a real feminist would know her real name. Masha Lund. Yeah, she's Russian and Danish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I see her. She's 41 years old now. That's cool. Kyle Gass is 62. Damn. Which future Oscar nominee made a brief cameo as Gorgeous Woman? I don't know. I need I need the... Let me think for a second. Brief cameo as Gorgeous Woman. Yeah, I need the things. A. Jessica Chastain. B. Amy Adams. C. Carrie Mulligan. D. Michelle Williams. Brent, you go first. I'm going to say um, Amy Adams. Me too, because I think I recognized her in the um, the bar. You're both correct. You're both correct. I was. I had the same moment where I'm like, is that Amy Adams? And then I hit the Google. I did click, click, she click. She has red hair, right? She has red hair. I went clickety-click, and there she was. <laughs> Clackety-clack. <laughs> what apartment does Kyle live in? I know. Kate. Uh, I, I think I know. Do you want Brent to what? You have to go first this time. <sighs> Should I go for it? Where are we at with scores and how many questions? We're all tied at three, and I have two questions left. I'm gonna go for it. One B. <laughs> what? Okay, Brent. Brent. Uh, you lived in uh, apartment number four. He's on fire! It's easy to remember because my door is four. Door is four. <laughs> yep. Oh no, that's right. God damn it! What is the name of the comic performer performing before Tenacious D's first performance? I know, I know one part of it. I think I know. I think Kate goes first this time. No, Brent I went goes, first. Yeah, Brent goes first this time. Um, is it Mr. Burgers? Kate, do you have a guess? Harrison. Here are your choices. <laughs> a. Good job. Tim Heidecker. No. B, B. Neil Hamburger. C. Tony Clifton. D. Robert Smigel. It's obviously Hamburger, and I got that confused with Harrison. <laughs> yeah, it's the Hamburger one. You're both, yep, yep, that's correct. Is Tony Clifton the guy that Andy... Yep. He's the fake, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I, I chose everybody who kind of plays a, a, a fake version of themselves in comedy. Robert Smigel was Triumph the Insult Dog. You know, that's just, we're a serious professional podcast. Damn. God damn. What does the girl's pink shirt say? Oh, <laughs> I know this because Nick and I had a long conversation about it. <laughs> the girl's pink shirt. <laughs> At the bar? Yeah. At the restaurant. <gasps> oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> this is my brain again. Did it say sluts? Kate, do, you do you want me a... to answer? Yes, do you have a guess? It said, I love sluts. It said, I love oh. sluts. Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Hey, hey. 
The tie-breaking game is we're going to look up. I'm going to look up. You two aren't going to do shit. You're going to sit there. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you. No, honor system. Yeah, Kate. honor system. You're going to guess the domestic you're you're gonna guess the total box office let's go do we get what they do we get what they made it for um i will i bet i will be able to tell you that um once we've played this game but (laughs) your your goal is to get close closest to without going without any information and without going over prices right rules brent how much money do you think the worldwide gross for this movie was. Long, 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 long time ago. In a town called Kickapoo. Um, I'm going to say $49 million. Okay, my turn. This is gross. I'm going 14 mil. Oh my God, I wouldn't get out of bed for that. <laughs> Un- this is, I don't know what to do here. Uh, 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 wow. Kate, no one has ever been closer in this game than Kate was to guessing. The worldwide gross was $13,924,000. We gotta, we gotta give it to Kate. We just gotta. Oh, yeah. man. She won. She was very close. That was a good quiz, Nate. That was really good. Let's give, I don't remember, we, we have a segment where we give the movie ratings and I can't remember what our categories are. So we're going to just do some, we're going to do some categories uh, that I think we'll see how it goes. Script is the first category. We're going to give each, give it a rating out of 10. When we say script, what like, do you mean? Yeah, Story? imagine you were just you read this movie. What would you? What would you? How would you feel about it at the end of it? Okay, you go first. <laughs> I give it a nine. Wow, the devil! Really? You didn't oh, like yeah. the dialogue? I hated it. Music and the story of why they're do- the devil's tooth is a pick. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Oh come that's on, pretty fucking me- that's pretty metal. I get why they did this. <laughs> like, you I do just, the same thing. Yeah. I give the script a six because I think the genius of the the film is the, in the acting and the energy. No. That's what ruins it for me. I'm going to give it an eight. Brent is the calculator. What does nine, six, and eight come out to? 23 divided by three is 7.7777. Did you do that in your head, Brent? I did. That's right. That's pretty That's cool. I don't even. I don't even break out the calculator. I'm just gonna do it with uh, Brent. Did you learn that from Boiling Blood? For sure. No. It's only three numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I learned. I learned. I learned that. Imagine. Grade, like, imagine someone who's like a math genius listening to this, <laughs> and me and you being like, me and you being like, how did you do that? <laughs> I'm in the humanity, yeah. okay? I got my GED, okay? Yeah. Yeah, I learned uh, long division, yeah. Uh, Great thing. What are you doing? What are you giving I'm, it? I gave it oh, an eight. Oh, you gave it an yeah. eight. Okay. Uh, music. What, what What are we giving this on music? That's both. We're in. Usually that would be like soundtrack and score, but this is everything. This is everything in this movie. Well, it's getting a 10 from Kate. That's for sure. Yeah, it's going to it's 10 from Nate. It's 10s across the board. Not only are the original songs good, but every score choice is hilarious. It's so fucking funny. Like I said, you could you could tell the whole story through just the songs. I I was like they had a whole orchestra playing the music for this movie that was it was for real. So good. <laughs> I I was blown away. Oh, Beelzebub. I can't wait to listen to it again. Uh, art direction, so just you know your sets, your costumes, your style. Um, I'm gonna give it an eight. I thought it was thoughtful. It looked cheap, probably was, and I still liked mm-hmm. it. Everything looked like shit. It's it gets a seven for me. I think I agree with Kate that they had no money, but what they did with the money, I thought was pretty fucking funny. So I'm gonna go eight as well. 
And let's turn back to like when they're doing the fake gig and like all of the plates have frowny faces on them. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just paper plates. Yeah, I, like I love all that shit. And this and the Sasquatch costume is so stupid but funny. What's uh eight seven eight divided by three, Brent? What is it? Eight seven eight divided by yeah. three? Eight plus eight is sixteen plus it's 23. seven. It's twenty three. So, so seven point seven. <laughs> we'll end up to seven point seven. Yeah. Comedy. Since this is a comedy movie, yeah. If this was a drama, we'd rate it on drama. But on this is a comedy yeah. movie. What? Are we, how? How many comedy points out of ten does it get? I mean, I would maybe rate this higher than Hot Rod. Oh my god. Uh, so I'm gonna give it a, a nine, but I probably gave Hot Rod a ten. But I'm gonna give this a nine. I'm gonna give it a four. Oh, what? I wasn't here for the last. I spe- specifically said I was here for the epic story. You know what? It's your rating. Mm-hmm. I give it a ten. It's a perfect comedy movie. It's fucking hilarious. Uh, nine. Seven plus point, four plus seven ten. Point, yeah, it's going to be the same. It's yeah. going to be the same. 7.7. 7. Final category, acting. How do we like the acting in this movie? Oh, boy. I'm giving it a 10. Oh, they man. all gave it. They. I, I feel like the main characters were there 100% for what the film needed. Brent. Okay, you know what? When she says it that way, even though I don't like what they were doing, they did do a good job of it. Mm-hmm. I'll give it a eight. Nice. I'm, I'm going to give it a ten. I agree <laughs> with Kate. I agree with Kate. It's nobody is acting good except for Jack Black, but it everybody require that. Yeah, everybody is doing their job perfectly. Even John C. Riley coming in there as the Squatchy, doing his job properly. Oh, Squatchy. So that's twenty-eight divided by three. Nine point six. Nine point six. Out of fifty. So out of fifty, this we'll get the calc we'll get the calci out for this guy. Okay. What do we want to call this segment? Seven plus scores. Yeah, it's like our we're we give it a rating. It's a and it's it's an official NAFMC rating. Okay, oh, official. Uh, yeah. North American Friends Movie Club. Mm-hmm. NAFMC rating. I like it. So this movie gets. This is a 42.7 out of 50. We're going to lead a lot of people astray. Wait, I feel like we might need to parse a little bit here at some point. What do you mean? Like, instead of giving a 10, maybe I'm giving a 9.8. Oh, yeah. You you can do do whatever you want. Well, I'd love to hear that. We have the human calculator here. (laughs) We give him the numbers, he figures it out. I don't know. Can he do decimals? That maybe leads us into... I guess it's time for Brent to tell us what his choice for the final movie of Marches for Friendship is going to be. Um, I went back and forth on this, and I'm going with one. I don't know if you guys even seen this movie, but it's an, it's going to be a, a different choice. It's a comedy. It's from 1999, and it's the movie called Life, starring Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. What? I've, I've never heard of such a film. Really? Eddie Murphy is the only acceptable comedian to Brent. No, not at all. It's just, it's a movie about friendship. Oh, it has um, Bernie Mac in it. Oh, I have seen this movie. It's excellent. I can't wait to watch it. And Ned Beatty. Yeah, I, I remember. And Rick James. This is, I haven't seen this movie in forever. Me neither. And I can't wait. This is the Mississippi State Correctional Institution. Where you lose your freedom. Where you do hard time. There is no escaping from here. There is no recreation here. There is no fun here. But all of that is about to change. Life! What the hell you mean? Like, hell no, I ain't doing no life. I'm going back to myself. It's a mistrial! I blame you for everything, Ray. Hey, boss, he ain't working. You gonna eat your cornbread. You can't have my cornbread. That's for damn sure. Because I'm from New York City. It's gonna be consequences and repercussions. 
I told you what my plan was. You gonna tell me what your plan is? What you working on? One of y'all wanna hit me down my back? We gotta get out of here. You call this a map? Don't tell me you don't know where we're going. This April, Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence are getting all there is. Out of life. You gonna make me fall off this talking to your ass? Every time you start talking, I'm gonna fall. Will you, Will you stop? Just don't like say nothing else to me. You about to make me fall, right? Just hold still and don't say nothing. Oh, damn, one of my toes in the bottle, right? <laughs> <laughs> what would our band name be if the three of us were in a band? North American music band? No, no. <laughs> I think it would be called collusion oh that's a good ass name for a band that is a, that is a fucking that that is a good ass name i'm cutting this out of the podcast so no one steals our fucking sick name